0: Hey, Rock and Rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real-life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. Starting out with the interview, is I believe this is number three. Yes, yeah, is is yeah, this is our third one. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited about this one. To be honest, I haven't tried any of these products, so I've just opened them and we are trying them blind with our, with our guest, which that'll be fun. Yeah. It's always fun. So from Broken Barrel Spirits, welcome our brand new friend, Seth Benheim.
1: How are you? Good, man. Good. How are you doing? I'm excellent. That's excellent. what I like to hear. Where are you at today? Complain.
0: Other than in a bourbon bunker.
1: <laughs> I am in my bourbon bunker in downtown Los Angeles.
0: Nice. We got to come see you. You got a lot of stuff back
1: there. I got a lot. How many I bottles? got a lot. I'm very, uh, like 1,700-ish.
0: Okay. I, th- I think you've got us beat combined.
1: Combined. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty crazy, but pretty awesome. So before we get started tasting your products, give us a little bit of your background. Like what'd you do before you got in the whiskey world?
1: Not a whole lot. I I pretty much did the alcohol industry about a year and a half after graduating college. So Mm. I've been in this for about 11 years, Mm. uh, come September, uh, 2023. So I left, I quit my job in 2012 to go start this company. Um, so not a lot of work history before that. I mean, odd jobs here and there and you know, nothing that lasted longer than a year. I did have my own company in college, but okay. it was kind of online marketing. I was helping, you know, older folks with, to me at the time, they were older, uh, 40, 50, 60 year olds, helping them get set up with Facebook pages and get their products on Craigslist and, you know, teaching them Twitter and stuff like that. And I would go to like networking groups, but nothing to do with alcohol, you know, back in the dorm rooms and stuff. I was, you know, serving up, plenty of booze to friends and i had a tip jar fraternity fraternity brothers would tip me for cocktails and we'd make like the red white and blue like you know american flag shots that were floated i love this stuff and I, i you know appreciated it wildly and got more and more into the brand side of things in 2012 2013 though and that's when we really started uh with a vodka company, actually. So we we created a company, um, a partner of mine and I co-founded Infused Spirits. And so, if you look at the very first bottles, it's actually his name and my name on the bottle. But eventually, you know, he kind of became more of a silent partner, and I became more of the face and pretty much the founder of everything that happened from the day we launched until uh, until then and after. So until now. Wow, uh, that's how we got started. That's awesome. vodka.
0: So, what was your gateway into bourbon and whiskey like what was it that gave you the itch and the bug
1: so the way we got into bourbon uh, i met a gentleman named steve lip who's 30 plus years in the uh, scotch whiskey business he actually wrote us our very first check um, with a little money from my parents we kind of bootstrapped the business in 2012 and you know, he brought me under his wing taught me everything he knew and he is you know the preeminent private label and independent bottler, one of uh, in America for single malt scotch. So flash back to 2012, I'm 24, and I'm drinking, f- you know, 40 and 50 year old scotch. So wow. you don't forget that. I mean, even after five years of, you know, finding some success in flavored vodka, which was the company we started, and what we were, you know, building up, you know, that kind of whiskey, that, that quality and that, that lifestyle of like, Hey, I'm drinking 50 year old, you know, Len Levitt, like (laughs) that has an impact Mm -hmm. that has a, a lasting impression for sure. You know, and, and obviously I don't have any connection to Scotland other than, you know, Steve being a partner and, and so profoundly involved in the Scotch whiskey trade. So I thought maybe a little more apropos to be doing American whiskeys and predominantly bourbon, rye, and American, which is still the focus and the parameters that we set for ourselves with Broken Barrel. So, Broken Barrel is an American whiskey company. We don't source from any other country. We will continue to produce American whiskeys in America, predominantly sold to Americans. And that's kind of the, the MO, you know, to keep that kind of true and honest and, you know, keep. A lot of that money here in the states um, from who we pay and buy from wherever we can whenever possible if it it permits you know ultimately we want to provide an affordable product to the american consumers so some product parts and pieces may not come from america but the people making it you know the bulk of the money is going to distilleries uh, because we ourselves are not a distillery and that's an Mm -hmm. important kind of piece to hit home on uh, when we talk about the brand is that broken barrel is not the distillery we work with a multitude of distilleries. We've worked with four or five now uh, to source different whiskeys, and that list is growing every year uh, as we do more collaborations and whatnot. So that's that's kind of the intro, but we'll get into the specifics about what Broken Barrel really is as a product and, and a brand as well.
0: Yeah, let's let's go there. So you went from infused vodka to now Broken Barrel. Tell us the thought process of yeah. that and then explain <laughs> about what it is for first time people who haven't tried it
1: was uh, was a bit of a multi-step process because ultimately infused spirits is a single bottle infused vodka that has fruit in the individual bottle. So you'll see, you know, lemon peel suspended or dried peaches, dried cinnamon sticks, uh, very unique, even to this day, you know, for people that want natural, less additives, sugar, you know, sugar-free in some flavors and no sugar added on others. That's so a really cool aspect. But that kind of led to, hey, I'm really quite good at taking physical objects and steeping them in alcohol and changing that alcohol. And when we kind of got into whiskey, we were thinking about, do we put fruit in the whiskey? Do we put wood in the whiskey? And, you know, (laughs) uh, not long after, you know, I think uh, Oak and Eden, other brands have come Mm -hmm. out, um, there's a company in Illinois, too, that actually was before then that had an oak spiral that you drop in to the whiskey. And we thought about it. We were close. We were like, all right, well, do we want wood bits and pieces floating around in our, our whiskey? Uh, maybe not. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure about it. It's a little different than with the vodka because it's fruit. Like, if you eat a little fruit, nothing's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Like, think of it like juice with pulp on the fruit side. But wood, <laughs> a little different. Not the same. So we ended up... Uh, landing on doing it in vats but we didn't want to do we weren't going to like dump whole barrels into a vat and like just submerge a full intact barrel obviously there's metal rings on there that need to come off the area underneath those rings needs to get cleaned off and we did want to have the contact of the outside and the inside of the oak so we landed on what we ended up calling the oak bill and this process which is really truly unique to us uh, because we are using used barrels predominantly there are some new oak staves that are in our oak bills but mass majority of it is going to be used rum barrels wine barrels sherry cask uh ex-bourbon barrels ex rye barrels we've ordered barrels from 25 different countries so even for those that go oh it's like maker's mark it's like well uh, yes and no like we do it in much larger quantities as makers mark the 46 staves and all that it's general i've heard it's done in the barrel with like rings mm-hmm. that go inside mm-hmm. and people think we do that we do not we dump our whiskey from barrel after it's aged a minimum of two years then we go into a finishing process where we actually break up these multitude of different casts so i think in front of you you've got three products right. and all of them have three different kinds of oak in their oak bill Um, And again, easy to remember, you know, mash bill, oak bill, Mm -hmm. grains, barrels, very uh, easy to connect the dots. And we actually put the mash bill and the oak bill on every label when you turn the bottle to the side. So very cool. I'll pause there for any questions about the process and we can get into, you know, what's in front of you as well. I
0: mean, how much experimentation did you guys go through to come up with that process?
1: Um not as much as people would think but more than maybe you'd expect. We didn't just get it on the first try. We tinkered quite a bit uh, with the ratio. Like cuz there we we put the ratio on the bottle. So we thought it was pretty important like is it going to be a third a third a third if we're doing three oaks? Is it going to be 50 25 25 40 40 20? And this is always kind of part of the ideation of a new product or a new extension or limited edition is what is the base whiskey? How old is it going to be? Where is it going to come from? You know, what's it going to be priced at? You know, we kind of have to go through that. And then we go, okay, great. We've got a whiskey. Now we have to finish it because everything we do is finished. Nothing comes out from the barrel. There's too many whiskeys that already do that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be, an, you know, the 3001st brand to take whiskey from a barrel and give it to people. Like that's, there's plenty of that. I could recommend 500. Different companies that do that to you if you're looking <laughs> for that. If you're looking for something that doesn't taste like, you know, another rebottling of MGP or another rebottling of Barton or something like that, we're a great option for people. We're a good starting entry price point. Most of our products ring in $50 or less. um There are many approachable proofs that are under 100 proof. Three of the products you got in front of you are 100 and up, which I think the folks on this call and probably the folks joining in to watch and listen to this. That's probably where they're at. So, you know, they've got, we've got something for the higher proof uh, seekers as well. But yeah, we wanted to kind of have all that in, in mind and then you get to, okay, we need to pick the Oak types that will work well together and with the original whiskey. So that's kind of complex there. And then it's how much of each, how many staves are we going to use in total? How big is the batch size? What kind of tanks and vats or totes are we going to end up doing this in? How long? When do we need to release this? You know, there's so many components that come in that ultimately are going to have pretty meaningful impact on the whiskey in the glass, what's in the bottle when you get to actually taste it. And so we do put batch numbers because not every batch is exactly alike. Mm -hmm. You know, some are age longer, some are age shorter. You know, there's been different awards, different years for each one. So it's always good to have uh, a knowledge of the batch number. Um, a lot of brands have made big, big points about that. That's not our call, you know, number one talking point, but important to know for sure.
0: And is using the VATS to do that, is that more of a, a control? So you can control the kind of the flavor profile from batch to batch to batch, or is it just a different process that you want to explore?
1: Well, we—I don't know what the cost would be, but I imagine it would definitely cost us more to do an in-barrel mm-hmm. um, or individualized single-barrel uh, maceration or finish uh, for each single one. So, yeah, we do do batches of about twenty-five to fifty barrels at a time, give or take. For you know, anything for small batch, California oak, our Americana, our cast strength, our heresy rye those are all going to be in about those quantities everything else will be way less mm-hmm. uh down to what we do here in California which are single barrels this is like our single barrel processing uh, facility if you will we keep about 50 barrels on rotation here and we kind of go through all those same processes I just described but we do that with the weird stuff <laughs> the the American whiskey the single malt whiskey the wheat whiskey uh we have pretty much everything covered in this building right now we've got single mall here we've got i've got barrel aging liqueurs here i've got all kinds of different weird <laughs> things going on um in the background that are always kind of figuring out what's next but when we were coming up with those original ratios we were doing individual actual like stainless steel like micro tanks like 15 liter and 100 liter and we were getting samples of the whiskey sent to us and we were dumping it out and actually putting like only french oak in one and then only bourbon in another and then only sherry cask in the third and then we were tinkering and blind tasting you know the accountant <laughs> you know the, the gals downstairs in our building like our investors uh our friends we were blind tasting everybody on a third a third a third 40 40 20 and then when we got to the right one which was a 40 40 20 uh oak bill, that was what we ended up using. And quite popularly, it was the favorite with everything we tried high proof, low-proof, bourbon, rye. That seemed to be the unanimous, decisive oak bill that was the best. Because you don't you want sherry, but you don't want too much sherry. You want the French oak, but you want it to be in balance with because it's going to give you these great caramel notes and these really nice, you know, vanilla uh flavors. But then you also want the woodiness to be balanced and you know, it is a younger whiskey. So you want to have a little bit more of that bourbon barrel influence. So using a used bourbon barrel as that double Oak effect needs to be a meaningful portion of the Oak bill. And so 40% ended up being the magic number.
0: Wow. I think we need to try this. So the first one we have is the Americana. Tell us a little bit about this one.
1: Sure. It's actually our newest in the lineup. And we wanted to do something that really captured not only, um, a different style of whiskey from bourbon and rye. We wanted it to really stand apart from the rest of the lineup, which we feel it does dramatically differ. It's a blend of not just bourbon but older American whiskeys. So the American whiskeys in there are going to be four, five, six years old. Okay, but the bourbon's still going to be a minimum of two year. So we're going to blend that all up. So this is a blended whiskey um, that we put under the American whiskey category. And we finished this one with what we felt really represents American whiskey from a barrel perspective. And two very popular things are obviously bourbon, which is always going to be in new charred oak. So rather than use a used bourbon barrel, which we've already done ad nauseum, we've put new charred oak again. So it's basically truly a double virgin cask from that perspective. So the bourbon barrels that would have had bourbon go into them are busted up before any liquid has ever touched the barrel. It's only known, you know, it's life as a tree and then kissed by flame, char four, you get the alligator skin going inside and we bust up those barrels that would have been used and go right into the whiskey like that. Then we use a toasted barrel, very popular right now. Toasted barrels are obviously in vogue. They're probably one of the most popular finishing options in American whiskey today, and then we went with American apple brandy because nothing's more American than <laughs> apple pie kind of flavor, and that's kind of a different, different domestic way of being a you know bringing that sweetness in that we feel all these whiskeys need a kiss of sweetness. They want you know a little bit more of that sweet note. So whether it's a sherry or a port or you know a, um, American brandy, it's just something fun to have in there. So. Go ahead, give it a yeah, try. Let's try.
0: I like that. Yeah, you get the toast, you get a little bit of that sweet on the back end too from the yeah. think from the brandy. And this is 100 proof?
1: 100 proof, yeah. Okay. And the uh so the bourbon in there is again from Kentucky and okay. the American whiskey is going to be from uh, MGP in Indiana.
0: Oh, very cool. And yeah, that's a lot sweeter than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah says on your site that a lot of it's coming from Owensboro. Is that the case in a lot of these?
1: Uh, The bourbons are coming from Owensboro in our core lineup. The rye whiskey is also coming from Owensboro. So we don't use an Indiana rye. We're using the Green River rye whiskey.
0: I'm a big fan of what they're doing. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We've been working with them since 2017 when we bought our first barrels. Nice. So quite a while.
0: And what's the price on this one?
1: Right now, this is gonna run anywhere between thirty five and like thirty-eight bucks oh, roughly. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's great.
1: That's a yeah. really good price point. Yep. Should be available pretty much uh most open markets. We're not in too many control states, but it okay. is in most markets.
0: Awesome. Okay. Next, should we do the heresy or the cast strength?
1: I go heresy. Let's do Might it. as well go go yeah. up in proof. Yeah. So you can go to the uh heresy rye, which is a 105 proof, 95% rye 5% malted barley and this one is going to have the 40% ex-bourbon barrel 40% french oak and 20% sherry cask
0: a little bit of a sweeter nose for a rye i like that
1: Well, yeah that that um the sherry cask in there is going to definitely give you a a nice good balanced sweetness that you don't get on every rye a lot of rye can be pretty spice forward um grainy I always get like that kind of pumpernickel note on a lot of rye whiskeys. And this one's just a little different.
0: Okay. Just trying it. Yeah. You don't really get that. It's a rye until no, the finish. You don't get that yeah, 95.5. what you think of a rye? Yeah. Yeah. it's rounded it out. Yeah. Like that French oak kind of mellows it. Mm-hmm. That's really good too.
1: Is this a core product for you? That Oh been? yeah. Okay. This is yeah. our... This is our most awarded in terms of number of quality awards this this has earned us. So about the Americana, quickly. Americana, 90 points Whiskey Advocate and a gold medal at the San Francisco World Spirits 2023. Mm. And then the rye actually has a 93 points from Tasting Panel, a 93 points from Ultimate Spirits Challenge, a double gold San Francisco, 91 points Whiskey Advocate, 93 points wine enthusiasts, it just goes on and on. I mean, the rye is just consistently award after award, year after year. It keeps doing really, really well. It keeps hanging out in the low to mid nineties because it just truly is an all-around stand-up quality product.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's just around the same price point.
1: Exact same price point. Exact awesome. same price point as the Americana. So it's a very oh, different legs. uh it's a very different take on a rye. You know, a lot of ryes are going to be under 100 proof in that price range. Sherry cast finish ryes generally hover around 50 bucks. You know, it's something something different, you know, something a little more off the beaten path profile wise.
0: And I was just telling, telling D-Rock the, the viscosity on that. It has a, such a nice mouthfeel for,
1: you know, $35 rye. I would say we go through the most of that at my house. That's probably the bottle we we kill the most often.
0: All right, so now we're pouring the Cast Strength, 115 proof. Tell us a little bit about this one.
1: So we just picked up um February from the World Whiskey Awards, which is one of the most recognized award companies or or governing bodies of, of judging spirits that, that you can uh, submit to. It's an international competition that you know has events in scotland and ireland and uh all over london kentucky i think they have stuff in canada so it's very you know it's, it truly is the world right for them you know they, they announce winners in each category uh for best distillery in ireland or scotland or america whatever uh we picked up the most innovative whiskey company in america this year we're the brand innovators of 2023 nice and we also picked up thank you (laughs) yeah uh we also picked up the best kentucky finished bourbon so Hmm. think about all all those finished kentucky bourbons that are that are showing up now from small guys that are sourced to big guys that are you know, getting in on it and cashing in. You got the Basil Hayden's and all their, you know, finishes. And you've got Jim Beam's doing finishes. uh Heaven Hill, you know, Charter Oak, all these different companies with products ranging from twenty to $2,000. You know, Angel's Envy uh, is all finished product. We got the best Kentucky finished bourbon. It's just wild. It's just a crazy validating and humbling kind of uh, thing to get like, wow, we, we did it. Like we're on the map now. Like we're the best Kentucky finished bourbon of the year. That's kind of crazy. You know, you could sit back and go, oh yeah, well, who else entered this thing? But I went to the event in Kentucky and everyone was there, you know, (laughs) Bartstown bourbon company was there and they do a lot of finishes and all these different companies had showed up and, and I think they were all, impressed and proud of us for what we had accomplished but also kind of like what the hell like who are these guys like yeah. picking up this award like i've never or maybe some of them like who I, who are these guys <laughs> who's broken barrel but now they know uh, and i think a lot of consumers know i think a lot of people in the industry are starting to go oh okay these guys are doing stuff a bit differently and it's worth mentioning now like it's in our DNA as a brand, as a company, it's what we've been building towards the last few years is if you go to like our Instagram or our website, you'll see videos of me and my team and we're out there <laughs> literally like in, in anywhere you can imagine in, in at distilleries and parking lot. Like we we'll, we are busting up barrels <laughs> with sledgehammers and axes and doing it in slow motion and doing, you know, stacking them up and breaking them off of each other. Like we are having a blast with it. Um, a lot of that is somewhat theatrical, sure. We're pretty cleanly about the barrel staves we're using and and all that. you know, we're not like driving over them with cars and then putting them in your whiskey. <laughs> we are breaking up we are breaking up barrels in a pretty interesting way, uh, at least when it comes to the ones we want to get the cameras out for. So it's just a pretty fun element of the brand that we really are smashing these things up with hammers and axes and you know, at least a few of them to try and get really good content and keep people not just entertained, but also educated on what can and may be a different way of looking at whiskey. I think that's really ultimately the goal is seeing things from a different angle and, you know, Broken Barrel, we're trying to break tradition. We're trying to break away from the the kind of known things about whiskey and try and make things a little more uh, off the beaten path and, and do our own thing, you know, heresy, right? Yeah, it's, uh, there you go. It's, it's not religious. It's not traditional. It's, it's our own thing.
0: Let's try this one. I'm excited to try this.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Try that cast strength bourbon. This is a 70% corn, 21% rye, 9% malted barley. And it is, again, this was the best, uh, best Kentucky finished bourbon.
0: That's really good. That's up my alley right there. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. You get to that, that 115, and the colors start showing a little more vibrant.
0: It doesn't drink 115. No. Yeah. So this says 40% French oak, 40% ex-bourbon, and 20% sherry cask.
1: Yeah, correct. So same uh, same oak bill as the rye you just tried. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, this is great. And what's the retail on this one?
1: So this one's going to be 45 to 50 something, depending on where you go.
0: That's great. That's awesome. I think you got two new fans
1: here. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, this is this is great. Good.
1: I'm really yeah. glad. Hopefully we had you on more. Today. Yeah, hopefully more from people listening. Yes,
0: definitely. Before we let you go, is there any new things coming out that you want to talk about?
1: Oh, plenty. Yeah, we've got uh, some limited editions coming out later this year. Uh, some pretty nicely aged, dated, double-digit uh, products that'll be dropping, and then uh, we have a collaboration out now that we did with a company here in Los Angeles called Los Angeles Distillery. It was a five-and-a-half-year weeded bourbon. It was 51% corn, 49% wheat, and that one is available only in California. And then wow. we've got a lot of elaborations in the works, I'll say. So some really unique <laughs> barrel types. We've got some unique whiskeys uh, on their way here that we're going to be working on. So it's you know it's hard to give away too much, but yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, if last year was any indication of what we're capable of. I mean just keep your eyes peeled for the back half of this year. It's been pretty calm first half of this year. We haven't released too too many things, you know, a lot of single barrels for a variety of different uh whiskey groups and retail stores and distributors. Uh we've been, you know, working towards growing our footprint of our cast strength obviously and all that. But yeah, no, it's uh we're we're working through some pretty big things for the second half of this year. It's going to be fun.
0: Great. That's awesome. For our listeners who want to stay in touch and find out what's going on, where do they
1: go online? Oh, so go to brokenbarrelwhiskey.com and then follow us on Instagram at brokenbarrelwhiskey.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, that's great, man. Thanks so much for your time today. Like I said, new fans. We look forward to yep. seeing what else is coming out and hopefully having you on again to try those new things.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Love we'll to do this again, guys.
0: All right. Until we see you next time. Thanks. You got it. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers guys.
1: Cheers. Bye.
0: It doesn't end here. For all things Whiskey and Rock and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at WhiskeyandRock.com. That's Whiskey A N D Rock. And of course, follow us, share us, do it, like it, love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock is produced by Meadman and is a Wise Company production. Our show is brought to you by Zoom. For more information, go to Zoom Corp dot com.